0: Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl, joined by my beautiful girlfriend, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead. And here at Homemaker Chic Podcast, we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no jumpers. This is take two because (laughs) my computer just exploded in my face and we had to start all over again. So, how are you this fine Monday?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes,
0: perfect, perfect answer. Holy
2: cow! <laughs> no, it's good. It's, I'm it's like so discombobulated now. It's going to be a great day. A great day. I'm glad to be here, and it's going to be a fun episode, I think, because this is something we've been getting a lot of emails about. Thank you guys so much for emailing us. By the way, you guys have been sending us some some real doozies, and it's a absolute hoot are you turning on your look at her she's trying to I'm act trying to all turn it cool, off. like over the shoulder turning on her <laughs> stop
0: i'm trying to turn it off but i guess we couldn't hear yours last week so yeah, hopefully you true. can't hear mine this no, week no, it'll be
2: fine okay you can be warm because it's still z- zero degrees outside <sighs> it's never gonna be spring no,
1: ever. I, don't,
2: I don't think
0: so uh it's a uh, hardcore february it's like when you're pregnant and you're like so I'm going to like break all the records and I'm going to be pregnant forever. Yes. And that's kind yep. of what February is like in cold climates. It's going to be February forever. And I think the Lord was trying to do us a favor. I, I, I know he didn't make the calendar, but it's like a nice short month. It doesn't matter. Thank God. It's not like a 31 day month. That would just yeah. be But still, so
2: bad. It's like, it's like the eighth eighth month of pregnancy. Where you're just like, you're not even close enough to have the baby, like the fun. Oh, yay, it's finally here and we get to meet it. It's like that point in pregnancy where that feels like it's never going to happen, but you're so uncomfortable. It's like the last six weeks where you're like, "Ah!"
0: every time you bend down to pick something off the floor (laughs) or you just drop things. Mm -hmm. Did you just drop things? (sighs) Yeah, I did. You You just would like let go of them. Uh, We went out for breakfast. I took my kids out for breakfast last year to a little, um, no, I guess it was before pre mask crazy shutdown uh, the year before. And I took them for breakfast. We had never been to this place in town. I was very excited. I wanted to meet the owner. Uh, I got a latte two doors down and everybody on this like little tiny strip in town, they all know each other. It's no big deal for me to bring a latte into this restaurant. They don't have an espresso machine, so it wasn't a faux pas that way. But the faux pas was when I walked into her little lobby with my six children who I'm like trying to like, pick.
1: yeah, this
0: is the first time we've ever been here. It's like people know us here. Like, don't shame me. <laughs> what does mom do? She just lets go of the latte. <laughs> Brand new latte. I just released it
1: oh. into freedom.
0: <laughs> On the floor. On the floor. Aiden looks at me like, What the? He's just like, Are you kidding? Are you out of your mind? What did you just do? I'm like, I don't know. I just let it go.
2: <laughs> I don't know why that happens sometimes. It was so
0: awful. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> trying to grab napkins, wipe it up. Of course, she was just delightful and tactful. And she cleaned it up. She sat us down. She disappears. She comes back comes back. She's like, what was it? And I told her, I'm like, oh, it's just like my mom treat for the week. It was an extra hot latte. You know, it's was just making conversation." She comes back 10 minutes later with a brand new one. She went next door and got me a brand new one. What? Yeah. Midwest nice. Mm-hmm. Some people are so much better at being people than us. <laughs> some people drop lattes. Some people replace them.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh um hello to all of our patrons who are watching us today if you would like to be able to watch video forms of the podcast make sure you visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic and you can show some love to the podcast there for just ten dollars a month you get copies of mine and angela's cookbooks digital copies of those you get to access the whole homemaker forum chat extravaganza that goes on there And then of course you get video forms of the podcast from season five onward. So here we are. Here's what we look like. You can see what we're wearing today, my little earrings. My dirty hair that I'm slicking back to make it look chic stylish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have a hair appointment. Okay. In two weeks. Okay. And I'm actually contemplating kind of getting a Hack job.
1: What is the date of said hair appointment? March second. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta okay. look my best.
0: <clears throat> Gotta look my best. Anyway. Um okay. It. Define hack
2: job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just thinking kind of like a longer bob kind of a thing. Oops. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a longer bob, something that I would really love to learn how to do pin curls, but not like oh yeah, tight, not like anything like that. I don't like feeling like a prairie muffin, which I know that's not a term everyone uses, but my friend Aileen uses it's the it. Best, I'm telling you, I used
0: it the other day with my girls, <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's funny.
2: Yeah. So yes. you know, we talked about last week about how you mm-hmm. can wear, for example, like a, a frilly Victorian looking blouse. White blouse. Great. Yes. But if you have Victorian styled hair, it can be a little like, ooh, might look a little old ladyish, yeah. which is not what I want to go for. I love that nod to the past, but I want to look relevant <laughs> to when we actually live. So my thought was because I do love wearing dresses and skirts as much as I love the long hair and the romance of it. Plus, I'm still trying to get all this bleached hair gone. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, what if you just cut (laughs) off the solid, you know, six inches off the bottom and then you're that much closer to just having your natural healthy hair,
1: which is this, by the way. Okay. These are the important things we're contemplating. Don't say wonderful. Tell me what to do.
0: It would be really fun if we could get together and I could put pin curls in your hair.
2: That would be really
0: fun. You could teach me how to do it. That'd be super fun. Unlike me the other day, like I have like this Madison Reed. No, um, oh, they just got a free plug uh, like powder because that's who I used to color my hair. So they give you like this little eyeshadow compact. Okay. And So when all my grays start coming in here, which I can't stand, they drive me bonkers because they're so shiny. Yeah. You don't want to film gray for YouTube. Hair? I don't mind gray hair. Like if I had gray hair, but I have like 40 gray hairs <laughs> and they're sparkly and they're always trying to like they just they look unkempt i don't mind it if like if i had more that'd be fine yeah but i don't have enough okay but so, so when sense? you
2: get enough are you going to stop because i feel like it'd be easier to start letting it go now you know see, have you seen the women who like then they get the, the solid gray grow out and they got to just commit to it kind of like i'm doing with my blonde you also don't want to do that and no no
0: no I'm not going to make that decision yet. Okay. I have a long time. I feel like. Do you? (laughs) I do. I have a long time. I don't have any judgment for people that don't want to go gray. I don't think that's a wonderful badge of honor. It's fabulous. Um, I do love the whole like grand that was
1: out last year. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Uh but no. So here's me like taking like this little compact and like touching up my because it like it just want I apparently those 40 hairs want to be gray because mm-hmm. they hold the color for about 20 minutes and then they're oh, gray again. Yeah. And they're really wiry. They're like, it's like this ring of gray pubic hair right around the oh crown my of my head. It's gosh. just like really, <laughs> it's terrible. They're just like antenna. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. let's, cut
2: to, let's cut to some um, uh, advertisements, okay. shall we? Get
0: All on. right. So here's the thing. Today's show is brought to you by my brand new Old World Design Society. And I can really honestly say that if you are not a society member at this point, you're straight up missing out. We have the most incredible private uh, forum over on Facebook. And I logged on um, as the curator the other day just to see what's up uh, right before we had like our first official first meeting on Saturday. And oh my goodness, the photographs and the style that society members are sharing is freaking me out. We're talking about like Pennsylvania stone houses, Big British mansions with six chimneys, hearths, books, velvet sofas, houseplants, oil paintings, like all the things that I think represent an old world style. Apparently, um, so do these society members. It's a fantastic community. So if you would like to join the Old World Design Society, you will receive a quarterly publication. So we're in our first winter session right now. Shay is laughing. If For the Patreon people that are it, watching, she's really distracting me and making this very uncomfortable. But she's a society member, too. So I will give her a free pass.
2: So I the, asked... stop I it. Texting students, like, can you bring me a Pellegrino? And I said, can you bring me a, a Care?" <laughs> <laughs> Just like what? What did you say? Sorry. Would you mind bringing me a pemmigrant? Grant?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was oh trying. my goodness. Okay. So um, our print publication for the first session has sold out thanks to so many of you, but you can still get a digital version of the publication and join us for all these society activities. Uh, it's going to be fabulous. So Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Get your downloadable uh, magazine and join us over in the private group for all that we have going on. We are learning and inspiring each other. And I'm I actually cried Shay the other day. I logged onto Facebook and I um I don't really use Facebook that much. This is very special to have this group there. And I was getting ready to like make a post in the discussion and I saw over to the side that there were like over 200 photographs. I'm like, wait, I didn't to 200 photographs. What's going on? And I brought all my family around and we're like looking at all these amazing homes. They all should be in magazines. They're unbelievable. Like this is all just like unbelievable. Like This is just talent, just oozing yeah. from all these women. Just un- incredible. So inspiring.
2: Well, that's neat to kind of bring it all together too. Um, Pinterest used to be that place where you could go mm-hmm. and search like old world design and you would be able to get some valuable stuff. And now it's just horrid.
0: It's horrid. That's um, a- ironically, on Friday's video over on YouTube, um, I did a little sneak peek at what we're doing with the bathroom. And I did kind of hop on Pinterest and I videoed, I showed people how I use Pinterest because it kind of, it's not what it used to be. But I still think if you kind of use it right, you can still find some inspiration for your projects. I I can't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's cue the wide music.
2: (laughs) Nope. My computer's like, nope, you can't cue it. Wrong window. There we go. It's going to turn off now. (laughs) We're done here. This is you. Every Monday, I have to remind you that this is you. (laughs) Oh, that's
0: great. Thank you. This is the the part of the show that is sponsored by our beautiful friends. Stop it, Shay. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) You're Okay, our beautiful friends at Dry Farm Wines. um, This is a company that Shay and I have partnered with. Shay partnered with them before I did. She fell in love with Dry Farm, and she's like, Angie, I know you love your red wine. You need to switch over to Dry Farm. I was a little reluctant at first, and now I am a full-on convert. So for those of you that would like to... Take your food philosophy and incorporate that into your wine cabinet, into your wine room. We invite you to do so with Dry Farm Wines, dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. This is, um, these are all organic, biodynamic, uh, naturally yeasted wines. So they're using the yeast from the fruit. They're not using any GMO genetically modified yeast to uh, create these beautiful wines that they're bringing you. Did you know that when you shop at the grocery store, there can be up to 76 unlisted ingredients on the back of your wine bottle, which is absolutely disgusting. You can have Dry Farm Wines shipped straight to you three bottles six bottles 12 bottles you can do all white you can do all red you can do a red and a white mix a rosé and of course add on a bubbly package as well and as a homemaker chic listener when you use our link dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker's chic you will get an extra bottle or a penny with your first order which
2: is very exciting it is Very, exciting. Really exciting. I got an email from them uh, Last week Saying hey if you want to get in on our Most popular wine Of the year You better do so So I went in like six hours later And it was sold out And I was really bummed And I had a bottle of it but I drank it And now I don't what have is it one. I can't remember I'd have to look it up but it was I'm really that email. They, they did a uh, a little article on the vintners who, you know, mm-hmm. owned the land and grew the wine and talked about how they did it. And it was really neat. It's just it's fun. It's it's like going to the farmer's market and knowing your farmer. Um, you can easily look up any of these wines and you'll be able to be like, oh, Rodolfo made this wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because
0: they're we go way back. Me and Rodolfo. And we go way back. Operations. <laughs> <laughs> OK, what are you sipping today? Um, I don't know. Facil, I don't know how to say this. I should have like googled some German pronunciation. Elle surprise! Yeah, right. Oh, so stop, miss French. <laughs> Amelie's like, you should do an episode where you teach Shay how to speak French.
2: Oh, Amelie, obviously, I'm very fluent.
0: Évidemment. <laughs> <laughs> that means evidently.
1: <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> okay. All right. This is my bottle.
0: This is what we had this weekend. Okay. Can you see that? Not really. Why? Are it's my like eyes- a clam. Well, I can't. Put it, my camera won't focus if I move okay. it closer. Okay. I can So it's like a
1: coquillage. It's like okay. a little clamshell. Facilis. So it's an Italian? But it's. No, no, no. It's
0: German. It's oh. P-F-A-L-Z. So am I dropping the P? False. False. How am I saying this? I have no idea. It's a Cuvée row, R-O-T. And this is a red wine, very dry, savory. It's light though. It's not like very heavy and has little like prune, cranberry, dry raisin type flavors. And I really enjoyed it um, because it's not terribly overpowering. It's a 90%. um, Oh, I'm never going to be able to say that. I have to tell, I have to make a confession. Okay.
1: You have to get I readers. I, need
0: I, <laughs>
2: I could I need tell by bivocals. the way you were holding the bottle. <laughs> like,
1: what
0: the hell is happening? Oh, I Don't say that. It's so bad. If people Somebody, put things, like close to my face, I'm like, please, put, could you move that away from me? Like, you're going to make my brain hurt. I can't do it. Dornfelder, 90% Dornfelder, 10% Merlot. Interesting. German. It's a German red from 2018. I really, really like it. I'm going to ask for this one again, as a matter of fact. So um, for our Dry Farm uh, customers, you can log into your account and you can request to become a VIP member. And that way, you can select specific bottles that you've fallen in love with. You can get like a whole case of them if you want to, which is very exciting.
2: Mm Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic is where you can do that. I'm drinking Pellegrino today. Well, uh, uh, or, aka water. No, what did you just text, Stuart? Oh, but yeah, I don't even remember <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> gibberish. You know, I always think how funny it would be to print out a transcript of a husband and wife text thread because they don't make any sense, right? Because yeah. you're together so much of the time, and so it'll just be the most random. At least ours is completely random. And I always think it'd be really funny to print that out and almost like make a book of it. I mean, like This is what your relationship was like for that year. Is <laughs> <Did laughs> this ring any bells?
0: <laughs> or terrifying. My sister or will terrifying. send me like these hysterical. Um, they're just all screenshots of like really funny typos and things like that. And text messages.
1: Very amusing. Oh, yeah.
2: There's some doozies out there.
0: There's some doozies. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, we are so happy that you are with us and we invite you, homemakers, all around the world. And we love you. We have so many listeners all around the world. It's absolutely fascinating. Um, so many of you have reached out to us and told us what the show means to you. We know you're washing dishes, you're folding laundry. You're going through uh, the daily grind with us in your ears and we love you for it. And so we invite you to share the show with a best girlfriend. If you have someone that needs some encouragement, if she needs a a tribe, then we invite you to share that, the show with her today. We think you're going to enjoy it today. Yes. Uh, Because we get a lot of questions about um, the home, about getting in the groove of the home. You know, what... What does it look like to be this manager of the home? How can I be more efficient? And today we're going to talk um, about the home as HQ, which I love it. It's like such a James Bond.
2: You know, what's uh, funny is the first time I heard HQ was on River Cottage when he bought it. He's like, this is going to be River Cottage HQ. I had never heard that word before.
0: Okay. It's, it, I think it's actually more British because I know HQ from James Bond movies. So. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Headquarters. Headquarters for all of our Yanks. (laughs) (laughs) Our jumper, our denim jumper wearing Yanks.
2: Have I ever told you about the time that Stu called me a Yankee as an insult when we were dating? Ouch. I know. I was just like, for one, like no one talks about Yankees where I'm from. Okay. For one, you're from the West. That's That's not an insult. Also, I'm from the West. So that I'm not even close to being a Yankee i am (laughs) are you are you considered a yankee if you're from
0: michigan (laughs) probably really think anything from like
1: louisville north Mm -hmm. well
2: regardless irregard regardless regardless irregardless Irregardless. whatever okay hq (laughs) um first off let's preface this by saying uh preaching to ourselves yeah right if you're like oh my gosh they have everything in order they're just gonna teach us how to be amazing no we're not no we're not first we're gonna beat ourselves what we do is we
0: send pictures to each (laughs) other of under our bathroom sinks
2: look at it i cleaned it out i'm official amazing amazing but i do love this idea of setting your home as the nucleus, setting this as HQ, as ground zero, as where everything flows out of. Mm -hmm. And when you think of it like this is the nucleus of your life, of your family's life, it makes it much easier to invest in it and realize we really do have to set our intentions and set the aroma of our home because what's happening in the nucleus is super important to what's happening everywhere else. Um, and we want this obviously to be a safe space for, for even if we live alone, it's gotta be a nice, beautiful, safe space for you to be in. So first off, I think we have to, we have to accept whether we want to or not, frankly, that we are as homemakers, the manager of HQ. And you know, it's funny right before we pushed record on this podcast, I told Angela, as a homemaker, you are a caretaker, especially as a mom, like you, you are taking care of a lot of people mm-hmm. and you've got young kids and you're nursing them and you're changing diapers and you're doing nap, like so much of what's in here pours out into your home and into your family. Um, and frankly, that's tiring. And then sometimes <laughs> you want to be taken care of. I told Angela, this is why moms go to get massages because they just want to be like, just take care of me for one hour. Somebody else take care of me, please. When I get a manicure, I don't, I cannot
1: tell you the last time I had a manicure. I hate the way they file my nails. I always shape them
0: a lunar of my hands. Mm -hmm. I got this. Just Mm -hmm. like I can shape the fingernail. You know, I'm not a barbarian. Mm-hmm. But you'll get extra brownie points if you just give me like three more minutes on the hand massage.
2: That's all mm-hmm. I care about. It is. It's so nice to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. But we're the managers. So we got to just block up. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to be the manager of HQ, whether we feel like it or not, or whether we've had our massage or not. <laughs> or like that. And that's hard, frankly. That's hard sometimes. Sometimes I want to be lethargic. I want to be lazy. Or sometimes I just don't want to work extra hard. And to be a good manager, you have to be proactive. And you know what else a manager has to do? Be very good at communication. What? <laughs> like text messaging? Not passive aggressive text messaging. <laughs> that doesn't count as good communication. What? What? I've never been a manager, <laughs> but I know that a lot of it revolves around organization, um, delegation, and my weakness, which is setting priorities, because I want to do all the things. Everything's a priority to me. Everything has to be done now. And it's the priority. Everything. Right. <laughs> and that's um, that's tricky because when I really pull up my manager bootstraps and I'm like, this is going to be the priority. Um then stuff actually gets done, yeah. but I think it's it poses the good questions, like what would a manager do if this was actually a job we We did that episode a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Homemaking is a job, mm-hmm. yeah, how would they handle the situation as it comes up? for example, if an employee not that your family's your employee, but just play with they it. they are <laughs> <laughs> if your employee is yeah is doing a poor job or has a stinky attitude. Mm -hmm. A manager wouldn't go up and start shouting in their face. A good manager wouldn't. Right. A good manager would sit them down with a cup of tea and say, listen, this is kind of where I feel like we're at. Something up, like what's going on with you? I feel like we're a little out of sync. You know, how can I make this better for you? What do we need to do? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. (sighs) You just Michael Scott it.
0: Just sit down and (laughs) talk about it. Right. uh, with, with my family, like, especially with the kids, like as far as communication and delegation. And I find, uh, this is, and maybe this is a little bit random, but I find that if I say like, okay, here's what needs to be done. And when you're done, check in with me Mm -hmm. instead of just, um, I think a lot of times as moms and household managers, whatever we, we assume everybody's kind of like, they're just simpatico. They're in our brain. They know what we're thinking. They know what we expect by the end of the day. They know what, like, come on, can't you read my vibe? Can't you mm-hmm. can't you just tell like this is what I mm-hmm. it's Friday. I want the house clean. I want it wiped down. I want to like enjoy Friday night. Like, come on, everybody, chop, chop, chop. Um, so what I'll do with with my people is say, like, hey, can you do this? And then can you check in with me when mm-hmm. you're done? Mm-hmm. Because maybe I don't need anything else from you. Maybe you're off for the day. Yep. Or maybe there's, you know, a load of laundry that needs to be moved along, moved along and mom can need some help. But I that little bit of just like not assuming that that they know what's next has been really
2: mm-hmm.
0: helpful
1: and mm-hmm. useful.
2: Or communicating your feelings too. Mm-hmm. Um, we ran into this last week um, because I'm still very, very sad about everything that's going on with the tailors. Mm-hmm. And I was so grouchy at everyone because I wanted to be alone. I wanted to be sad. I wanted to mourn and just be sad. I wanted to just be sad and be able to do that. And, you know, my kids are just, they're kids. They're going about their normal life. So finally it dawned on me and I sat them down. I said, look, this is how I feel. And I'm very sad. I'm feeling this way. And I also want to be at the ready. If somebody needs something, we need to be at the ready, Mm -hmm. that means the house needs to be cleaned. Laundry needs to be done. Dishes need to be done. And I will take charge of making sure that there's food. So that if somebody is like, Hey, we need dinner. Great. Need to run to the store. Great. Like, what do you need? Babysitting. Great. They can come on over. Mm -hmm. And once I communicated that to the kids, then it made more sense to them. A, why I was a little bit, uh, you know, just not myself. And then also why I was writing them a little extra to, to keep things in a certain zone of expectation. Yeah. Um, but communication stuff, it just is.
0: Yes. But don't, I would say to, I know not everybody listening is a mother, but I would say to mothers, like, don't think that like you trying to like keep it all inside or like be strong or whatever is um, working. <laughs> Because your kids totally sense that. Oh, yeah. As, especially as they get older. Uh, you know, Aiden will come around the corner and he's like, he'll he'll say, see so what they do is they internalize. So he'll say, Are you mad at me? Right, did mm-hmm. I do something? Like, I'm like, Did I just like I'm like an out? No. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would you think that? No. It's like, well, you just kind of have this look on your face, your mm-hmm. countenance. I'm like, Oh, well, you know, here's like a backstory. Here's what's yeah. going on. Like, with friends that you don't know or whatever. And so like, if that's coming through on my face, because goodness knows it does. Yeah. Um, you have an RBF? I have, uh, no. yeah, RBF. I have major, major RBF. We'll put that in the show notes if you don't know what RBF means, but I am, um,
2: yes. Yes to that. Yes to that. And to that point, real fast, you know, as your kids get older, man, you do have to explain yourself.
1: Yeah. You, you can't
0: kids just get away with it. Mommy, Mommy just step your toe. <laughs> yeah, no, it's incredible.
2: Exactly. It's incredible. Um, and it's an opportunity to bring them along in that, you know, yes. and to help them. Hey, you're going to feel this way too. And yeah, yeah, shutting up inside and getting angry at everyone's probably not the best way to deal with it. That is another probably episode, not. though. <laughs> okay. Okay. But ask so, what's the point of this house? To what end? What's it here for? What is HQ? And HQ for what? I mean, we always talk about setting your posture, getting your heart right. Do that with this too. Okay.
1: Okay. And then we go to Target. <laughs> and we buy copious amounts, paper
0: towel, which we claim to not believe in, and bleach. <laughs> am I right or am I right? <laughs> oh, we don't use paper products. Except when mom can't take it anymore. <laughs> like- So get your supplies in order. HQ, okay, it's fully funded. It's got everything it needs because everything is coming out. This is headquarters. So everything is coming out. And so keeping um, a proper tidy inventory of what you need to run your business, your home is your, it's your business. And I don't mean in the corporate sense of the word. I mean, like, it's your business. Like, Mm -hmm. This is your responsibility. Keep it stocked. Yep. Yes. With what you need to do the job. I remember my mom saying to me when I was little, you know, that she didn't need like all the money in the world. She didn't need, she had a lot of friends that had like nicer homes and their husbands had better jobs or whatever. They had more basically. Mm -hmm. We were just like a very, very modest Midwest family in a little Cape Cod. And she's like, I don't need all that. I just need what I need to run my home. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really understand that until I was a young mom and we had some hard times. And I remember thinking like, oh, like even something silly, like the big thing of paper towel from Target is like, really, that's a very luxurious expenditure right now. Mm-hmm. But I just would think, dang, if I could just nail down the supplies that I need to run
1: mm-hmm.
0: my HQ, like I just uh-huh. need to run it. And I've even found that just like with... um I don't know about you, but like when the behind the scenes is crazy, when the garage is a mess or, you know, I'm always complaining about my room, my laundry room, when those behind the scenes areas of headquarters are a disaster, whether it's your closet or your sock drawer, or just like the little,
1: mm-hmm.
0: little things, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So I think like having, having what you need to run your business. Yes. yes. Is yeah. is big and identifying those things. What are what are the like the stress triggers during the day when we don't have garbage bags when the garbage is overflowing or there's nowhere to put something. Do I need a few more shelves? Do I need some Rubbermaids?
1: Mm-hmm. Do
0: I need a new garbage container? Like what? What? Like just rubber be very pragmatic. We're talking about like ugly. Who cares? This is not a pretty conversation. What do I pragmatically need to run this beast?
2: Yep. Yeah. I spent about 45 minutes the other day looking for a pen. Oh, Shay, just a pen, a pen I could write a check with for somebody who was here waiting for it. And Did I'm like, well, I can on. do it. in oh, an had, orange they color were waiting. Pencil. Okay. So you didn't have to like mail it. No, like yesterday,
0: <laughs> yesterday for one of the kids online school tuitions, I had to like find a envelope that came with a bill. And it had like barcodes over it and I had to like tape over the barcodes so they weren't showing and like make it my own envelope,
1: <laughs>
0: which is why the Ryan Hamilton skit about like, can I fashion my own envelope is so bloody hilarious to me because who has envelopes? Like I've actually wondered that thought, can I make my own envelope? Like, can I like tape it
2: yeah. together and yeah, and see do something? Yeah. There's a place for that if you want to. But when you're talking about practically (laughs) running a home, and I know we've got homemakers from all walks of life. Lots of kids, no kids, work at home, don't work, blah, blah, blah. Have a farm, don't have a farm, blah.
0: Apartment dwellers, ranchers. We have so many different types of people listening to the show. So many different
2: types. So I don't... We're not saying this is the supply you need or this isn't the supply you need. But you know that. Just get it. Just get it, even if it means you have to cut back the budget somewhere else. Mm -hmm. If you work from home or you homeschool and you can't find a pen or a pencil or a trash bag or toilet paper, um, all very important things. And if you are going to make this, I think about it, you know, again, let's say the manager analogy here. If there was a manager running a restaurant and he just randomly goes into the cooler room and he's like, Do we have butter? Is there even butter in here? And yet, you know, there's guests, they're waiting for a dish served with butter. That's it. Game over. That's game over. And so don't put yourself in that position and you will be so much happier. (sighs) Okay, next. So get your supplies in order. (laughs) Figure out what your supplies are and get them in order. I've actually started taking the kids to piano. I take them on Thursdays and then I take Uh the younger two and we go to Target and I just walk up and down the aisles, just the cleaning aisles. I don't venture anywhere else because it's too tempting. I just go down the cleaning aisles. I am like, do we need toilet paper? Do we need some sponges? You know, do we need trash bags? What, what do we need right. that we can get taken care of here?
1: Mm-hmm. And then we don't run out and then everyone's so much happier. Okay. Yeah. After that, uh, yeah.
2: After that, get your systems in order here's a giant ditch women fall into people fall into but homemakers i'm speaking to homemakers okay we go online and we're like oh i want a homemaking journal and then we're going to make this gigantic three-ring binder with clothes lists and laundry days and chore charts and supply lists and plant watering schedules and and it's amazing and beautiful and we just feel so excited about it and it's just absolutely
1: impossible to maintain like we can't
2: we can't do that (laughs) and so maybe you're that person and you can upkeep that great do it but i'm also here to, to speak to the other people that systems can just be in your head it doesn't have to be some big showy
1: extravagant system of maintenance at all so for example laundry in my head
2: i have a laundry system and it's like you kind of need to work through two loads a day and i usually do the girls on monday the boys on tuesday me and Stu on wednesday and then a couple loads thursday and friday sheets towels whatever sometimes i don't get it done that day i always move two loads through but it's just kind of whatever. Sometimes I'll just go around the house and, you know, grab all the kitchen towels and do what needs to be done. So I just roughly know mm-hmm. you need to be doing laundry every day. That's my system. Yeah. That's what works for me. Okay. But there's no laundry chart. I don't have, like, there's no, there's nothing. It's just in my head. That's what works for me.
1: Which is interesting. Cause I mean, I, I'm the same way. I, I, um, yeah,
0: I, uh, uh, a chart or a routine or a notebook or something would really stress me out. And it's just kind of like, I talked about this a few weeks ago on YouTube, like uh, just routine of our schedule. I, I, I know me and like, I would drop the ball and then I would just beat myself up yeah. all the time. But I know that in the morning before eight o'clock, I make a run to the behind the door in the upstairs bathroom and behind my door. Cause that's where I put my laundry and I just grab what needs to get done. And I usually run one or two loads in the morning before eight, and then I don't do laundry during the day. Like I get it done, mm-hmm. so any laundry is done by like 9:30, 10 in the morning. I'm not like, oh crap, I gotta like move a load along before I start dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I think it's more of just getting in a groove and recognizing what works for you. And if if having a system and a chart and everything is perfect for you, then that's great. But I would say. Like that's not, um, that doesn't necessarily have to be, um, I don't know the word strove for, you don't have to aim for that, you know, as a homemaker.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. I do have charts for the kids, um, which if you guys would like to check those out, you, our patrons have access to them. So, uh, you can head over and look at them, but I do have chore charts for my kids because I'm trying to train them. I'm trying to say, Hey, Here are the chores that are done before we sit down for school. These are things that we're going to do every day. We're going to brush our teeth. We're going to brush our hair. We're going to make our bed. We're going Mm -hmm. to put on our clothes. We're going to help with the dishes. You know, we're going to start our laundry, whatever it may be. We're we're going to bring in firewood. And so, you know, they need to be trained and I need to be trained too, but not on all the things in the same way. Kids are very visual. It's super helpful for them. And then I don't have to nitpick them over and over it's like just go to your chart go to your chart um mm-hmm. but again that also relies kind of heavily on that communication that we were talking about earlier your family needs to right. um you need to be communicating about what the systems are and so after you put the work in of getting your systems in order recognizing what where you even need systems so that's your laundry system what other systems do you guys have in place in your house what other ones can you think of?
0: Uh, a few times a week, Amelie will start. She starts the bread at night,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: um, the night before. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's just kind of a routine. The uh, garbage day is on Tuesday morning. So late Monday afternoon, Joel and Aiden go around and they gather all the garbage mm-hmm. and get it out and loaded and cardboard bo- Amazon boxes mm-hmm. broken down or whatever. Um. I mean, those are just like off the top of my head. You yeah. Know? Wash the sheets once a week. So, and everybody kind of knows when, when their day is to wash their mm-hmm. sheets. Everybody kind of knows uh, when their day is to wash their hair or a couple times yeah. a week. You know, everybody's kind of in a groove with the kids. I do think my kids are very uh, visual and they like to know like when something has started, when something has started and when something is over. So... Just even if I print up a few things in the morning on a printer and say like, okay, here's like your morning, Mm -hmm. like tidy up your room, Mm -hmm. brush your teeth, today's garbage day, help your dad, like check these off. Then Mm -hmm. you're good. Like, free, good for you. Yep. They love, they love that.
2: Yes. What kids don't like is open-ended lists all the time. Like you're going to just do whatever I want until I say, the house is done. No, that's not they good. Don't like that. <laughs> they don't like no. that. Um, so take an inventory of your home, figure out what's mm-hmm. working. Maybe what, you know, maybe you already kind of have a system in place. Don't, you don't need to redo it. Roll with it. But what's not right. working, maybe that's a good place to sort of interject a new system in. And then I think this is really encouraging is that your house, whatever state it's in, it took more than a day to get here <laughs> and it's not going to be fixed in a day. No way. You're not going to change everybody's habits, even your habits, if you're alone. Um, You're not going to change all those habits overnight. It's going Mm -hmm. to take time. And so just be patient Mm -hmm. with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. And I think that's why the little bit of a softer system, You know, we don't need more discouragement. We know that we fail every day. We know we've got bad attitudes. We know we're not doing our best job all the time. We don't need any more Mm -hmm. reminders of that. I don't need any more reminders that I don't, I get it. Um, so be patient in that. Um, okay. I thought you'd like this next one, which is why I stuck it in. Oh goodness gracious. A call from Bangladesh. So I probably won the lottery. Oh, sorry. I put this one in for you. Um, dress for success. Okay. You are the manager. Managers don't show up in sweatpants. So you're going to be going about setting a system and having your supplies in order, just you set the stage for the day and how you're going to present yourself at HQ.
1: That's it. Little reminder there. Yeah. It doesn't have to be full on anything. Nope. Just put a sweater and your
0: favorite jeans on. Yep. With a loafer or with a shoe. Brush your teeth. <laughs> Wash your face in the morning. Yes. Okay. You're like you're in
1: charge. Right. So you gotta Whether look it's like you're in you, or you gotta I, look I, you're in charge. Yeah. Yeah. And feel like it. And that way when you like
0: get a good look at the toilet and you're like, what? Like you, you're like, oh but I'm oh Bangladesh is calling me too. No way. No, I'm kidding.
2: Oh <laughs> I was like, that is a coincidence. <gasps> Whoa. Um <laughs> Too gullible. Mm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dress for success. Okay, let's go back, kick back to that vibrant communication thing we're talking about. uh Number four of setting up your home is HQ would be setting expectations, setting rules, if you will. And this real this relies so much on good communication. And dang, if this isn't just mm-hmm. the hardest part. Like you said, I, I do. I simply just completely. I think it's hard my and this. never over. It's never over. You're like, but we talked about this. I guess we need yeah. to talk about it again and again.
0: <laughs> again. Okay. So something, something else that we want to do in the house. And I, I do think that when we did our habits uh, conversation a few weeks ago, we, we touched on this in a really great way was to set expectations And like the word rules, I know it makes us all our spines kind of like, but um, we could even say rules for the house, if you will, because if we know like how we want the house to function and we can communicate that with other people, uh, I think that's really important for the flow of the house, you know, as you say, setting the aroma of the home, because as the uh, home manager, as the person in charge of HQ, like if you're walking around bent because your expectations aren't being met all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. That's not going to create. I've never done that. I didn't mean either. So for real, I mean, come on. Um, That's not going to create the best environment. And not to say that even just having those conversations is going to be like some sort of a cure-all because this is a conversation that needs to happen all the time. I know many of you saw last week on Instagram, a little fun I had where I put notes all around the house for my family. It was hysterical. It worked for about eight minutes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was fun and they got the point and I'm just going to do it again. I'm going to make fresh notes. And again, just to keep like that humor and a little bit of levity to mm-hmm. the situation. So don't always in our house, we have a lot of people, right? There's like eight of us. And so it can get a little cranky mm-hmm. really fast. And so I would like to keep like a little bit of levity to what we're trying to do. Like, Okay. <laughs> There's another tea bag left on the counter. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yes. I rip I your can. eyeballs out. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> the reality is uncommunicated expectations or desires almost always lead to disappointment. Yeah. Even no matter how long you've been married or how old your kids are, right. whatever. You assume because you've said it once that that's it. It's like, I've communicated, I did my part. I communicated my feelings and my thoughts, my expectations.
0: Yeah. And it's like, then when you have to circle back around and re-instruct and I'm not, I like, I just, uh, I'm not talking about being patronizing to husbands. Okay. Obviously you're going to handle your husband a different way than you're going to handle your children. Yeah, But like with Aiden, we have like this kind of ongoing joke. Aiden loves protein shakes because he's huge and strapping and I apparently don't feed him enough. (laughs) So He drinks protein shakes. And so then he makes them like at 1045 at night and leaves like a ball jar of goop in his bedroom, you know, chocolate globs down on the bottom and whatnot. And then he will set said goop on the bathroom counter like, hey, mom, this is for you. Love (laughs) you. And so I just take it and I set it back on his dresser and we kind of go back and forth all day long. (laughs) And then finally, it will make its way down to the kitchen counter. So then when his sisters have to wash the dishes, they're like, oh, no, (laughs) I'm not washing out this now 20 hour old goop. So then when I because we this is a conversation we've had, then when I call him down and say, hey, kid, I'll clean that out like we're Mm -hmm. not doing it. There's like a humor to the situation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not nobody's mad it's good for me to bring it back around. It's good for me to never do it for him ever. Mm-hmm. But at least there's like a little bit of levity. Like we've talked about it. You know, this. Okay. we're not yep. going to let you off the hook. We love you. You're going to clean out your, your protein goop. goop.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Answer me this then. Okay. Let's just say maybe theoretically. <laughs> that there's a homemaker who doesn't have that humor at the moment um about something Mm -hmm. or a few things how uh, how does one acquire that humor like if you i know you've been where this theoretical person is (laughs) yes is this asking for a friend (laughs) i'm asking for a friend um you know because i know exactly what you're saying because the reality is whether you're in a good mood or a bad mood Mm -hmm. usually like the expectations of your home and what needs to be done as a homemaker are pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, and you can do that with a chip on your shoulder and grouchy and upset that here mm-hmm. you are doing this work. Or you can just basically do the exact same work with a much better attitude. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really change the workload, though. So if you find yourself in that position or a homemaker does in theory, what? how do you switch it? Because it's hard when you're angry to be like, now I'll joke, now I'll make light of something that maybe is actually really upsetting me. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I just like, you know, again, there's a
0: lot of us, and so I have to choose like really carefully what I'm just going to get pissed off about because <laughs> it just begats more pissed offness, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I will like, like say, there's the the gross. Ball jar, right sometimes that I'll just let it sit, and then I maybe eighteen hours later it's funny I'll just let it sit okay. in the corner, okay, yeah, and I'm like, okay, now, now we can talk now I I'm not it. mad, okay. um or you know, like husbands that leave pajamas in my office, I'll just like shove him in his cabinet. I don't mm-hmm. want to look at this, <laughs> mhm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to be seventy four in cleaning up your pajamas, like. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, you know, so I'm just like, I'm going to remove them.
1: So.
0: Yes. And (laughs) I'm not going to look at them, but I'm not going to also like put them away for you because like I have six children.
2: Right. But you go through those younger years of having children of having to do everything for them. You wash their clothes, you put them away, you wipe their bottom, you give them baths, (laughs) you wash all that. That is my job. That's your job. And then you sort of slowly transition to. Right now i now i just have to live with it i have to live with it because you have to learn yeah that you have to do it right you know i'm talking about kids here right and so i think there probably is that giant <laughs> stretch of years where oh, yeah. they're you're not right. doing it the way you want them to yeah But right, you also right. have to sit on it and let let it yeah, yeah. get uncomfortable
1: Um mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's interesting I,
0: I think you have to bring them alongside of you a lot. And that I know that's hard for a lot of moms because that takes more time. And that takes more like verbal output. I'm an introvert. I don't want to do all that talking. That takes like more output. But I think bringing them alongside of you. My mom used to always say like, I'm having you do this because someday Mm -hmm. when you have your own home. Yep. If I don't make you pick up your laundry, if I don't stand here while you pick up your laundry off the floor, like you're gonna be the kind of woman that leaves laundry on her bedroom floor. Right. Oh
2: mom, you
0: know, like yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Good, good job, mom. I think that's really important is do not forget to bring your family and your kids alongside in this because the reality is we don't want to have a perfect home that's perfectly organized and like super efficient and send idiots out into the world. So I told Georgia recently that I would leave it up to her. She likes to make the decisions. (laughs) That's a nice way to put it. (laughs) And so I just said to her, you tell me a homemaking thing that you want to learn. Okay. You get to choose what that thing is. And we're just going to kind of hone in on that for a couple weeks. So if it's um, properly hand-washing dishes, you know, like we do, I'd like to do cups and silverware first because then everything's the cleanest and blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Or if you want to learn how to clean a floor or scrub a bathtub, I know she doesn't want to learn these things. She's going to learn them. But I just mean, we're going to, we'll just focus on one at a time. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take you alongside me and I'm going to put in that extra effort and you're going to put in that extra effort. Mm -hmm. And you're going to come alongside me as we're learning these things. And I don't know if it's going to work, but it's what I'm going to try. And you get, you know, you have full reign. What do you want to do? You want to iron? It's great. What? change sheets. I don't care. Yeah. I'm here all day. I could do this all day. All day son. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yes. So to wrap it up and kind of, I guess in a nice little package with a bow is to really, as you're setting HQ in your home, you really do need to define what you want your home to be, what purposes you want it to serve and define the culture of your home. Um, I know I shared this a couple of weeks ago, but my kids are just like, why don't we always listen to this French music when we don't know what it means? I'm like, because this is what the music we listen to. And we listen to Bach, you know, and we, Mm -hmm. this is how we handle situations. And this is what we say. And we go to church on Sundays. Like my kids know, unless somebody has explosive diarrhea or green snot or vomit, we go to church on Sundays. It's just Mm -hmm. what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, And that has just become the culture of our home. And it's just like a restaurant saying, this is what we serve. This is the type of food that we're really good at. This is how we're going to treat our customers. You know, this is what they should be able to expect from our yeah. service. You know, same kind of thing. Think about where you love to be.
0: You love to be where you know what's going to happen. You oh, shop. Yeah. You like I used to live in the city, right? I loved Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Could barely afford to shop there. I would shop in the juniors department, you know, to afford it. Like you, but I wanted the service. I knew I was going to be taken care of. I knew someone was going to care. I knew hassle-free returns. I knew there was going to be a pianist and it was going to be beautiful. I went there because I knew what my expectations would be. Right. Right. And I think a lot of time as the homeowner, like, or homeowner, you know, home manager, like we forget, like, no. Actually, we're in charge. <laughs> we we set the tone. This is uh, this is us. Yep, you know, and yeah, there's a lot of look, there can be a lot of other people along for the ride, but like, don't underestimate the influence that you have in your own home, and don't play the victim and don't assign those responsibilities mentally to someone else. Like, this is your domain. Like, you got this.
2: <sighs> Thank you. I needed to hear that. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies, let's be honest. Let's be honest. And the
0: husband who's like, oh, you're going to make me listen to this again.
2: (laughs) I hope that this has been helpful for you. I think this is really such a beautiful time of year. I mean, January, it's like we're still coming down off Christmas and like we still got a big slog of winter to go. But now as things start to just lift off our shoulders a little bit. Um, like, I just bought, <laughs> this is so silly, but I just bought Post it notes the other day. And I was like, I, I can live on the world. Like, post-its. anything. I could do anything. I have post its and fresh Sharpies. Forget about it. Um, and sometimes that's all it needs, that little boost to just keep fighting a good fight. So, do visit us at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic. If you'd like to take a look at my chore chart that I make all my children do. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and be sure to visit our sponsors oldworld.com no nope oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com old and dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker sheep And uh, do make sure you follow us on Instagram and tag us in your stories or tag us in your posts and show us how you are becoming the manager, the homemaker of your own HQ. We would love to see it. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, we will check in with you guys Thursday. Until then. All righty. Cheers. Cheers.